welcome to another trip down the Bourbon Road with your hosts, Jim and Mike. So grab a glass of your favorite bourbon and kick back. Hey, this is Big Chief and you're listening to the Bourbon Road. You know what I love to pour in my old fashions is a little maple syrup can't be just any maple syrup it has to be from seldom seen farms up in ohio he takes bourbon barrels pours his syrup in there and ages it for six to nine months making for some delicious just some delicious syrup that you could pour on pancakes you could pour it on waffles chicken and waffles like this fat guy likes but seriously you want to make a delicious cocktail with some maple syrup and not that old simple syrup Check out SeldomSeenMaple.com. Pick up some stuff from there today. We'd appreciate it. Hello, everybody. I'm Jim Shannon. And I'm Mike Hyatt. This is the Bourbon Road. And today, Mike, we are definitely not on the road. Now we need to take a little bit of a break. Uh, it's 95. feels like 100 outside today. Last couple of days. We need some rain. Yep, definitely need some rain. I don't have to put water in the horses' troughs very often because they fill up from the from the eaves that drain into the troughs. So, but I'm going to have to do it now. It's been just a few too many days without rain. Really? Yeah. But you know the the good part of that is the grass isn't growing quite as fast. Yeah, I know. <laughs> which is a big benefit. Yeah, it almost gives you that reprieve before fall gets here and it gets into a rate more rainy season and you got that last stretch of grass cutting, right? Yeah. Um, that can, it, it's nice to kind of get that break. Yeah, and I don't cut my pasture once September hits. Really? Yeah. So you let it grow up and stuff. So it, it grows up from that point forward. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I think I'm done with the pasture for this year. Well, we're hoping to get one more hay cutting this year is what we're hoping for. Um, and the rain would help, help with that. Might not get it in. Who knows? Um, but I thought we'd gather today and talk about one of my outings I just had. Uh, you couldn't go to it. Um, but you've been out there before. And the place I'm talking about is James B. Beam Distilling Company. And they've been on our mind a lot lately, right? I mean, yeah. There's a lot of things going on there. There's a lot of good works in progress, I should say. A lot of good things happening. I really feel like they're trying to put themselves, not that they weren't ever not at the front of the bourbon family or uh, at the top of their game, they're trying to ensure they stay there. Yeah. Now they definitely came out of, let's just call it the COVID shutdown. They came out of the COVID shutdown guns a blazing. They did. Because they spent that time uh, while the distillery was not entertaining guests. No distilleries were entertaining guests, to be honest with you. But they took that time to completely revamp uh, and create the American Outpost and the kitchen table and all the things that make up the James B. Beam Visitor Center there in Claremont. Yeah, so you got to go when they opened up the kitchen table for its grand opening, right? Uh, and they took you through kind of a 12-course meal of what the entire menu was going to be. And they're always revamping that menu yeah. and add to it and taking away uh, but it was nice that you wrote a very beautiful article about it that can be found on our uh, website. 
um, telling kinda, everybody. Kind of goes it. over all the menu, and we 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 got to experience a lot of small plates because you know if you're going to eat twelve things, you got to eat small amounts. Sure, and they're feeding us cocktails and treating us like royalty there. So, um, yeah, so we did take the opportunity at the end of that to sort of document the day. I got to go back out in May to the grand reopening of the American Outpost, and they actually named Freddie No a master distiller there. Uh, Fred was very genuine in it. Uh, you could tell it brought him to tears. Uh, they didn't do the same food they had at the kitchen table, but boy, they put a spread on and they put the cocktails out there to you. Um, very nice event. And then we got offered to go again. Um, and it, as our listeners know, we just had Freddie on as a guest, right? Yep. It was just a few episodes ago. And then we also reviewed Hardin's Creek Jacobs Well, which we both were just like, wow, this is pretty damn good whiskey. Um, so they invited us back out because they got this new thing that's going on there at the kitchen table that you, our listeners, can have uh, a piece of. You can experience it. It's called the Claremont Supper Club. Claremont Supper Club. I didn't get to go this time. You and Viv went. Yeah. And uh, they treated you right, I assume. Man, I'm, Jim, uh, a car picked us up in Shelby County yep. at our house. Now, you know, from my house to the distillery, almost an hour drive. Really? It, it's about all of it. Uh, no matter which way you go, our driver took us the back roads uh, through Taylorsville. Um, we actually got to go by the old T.W. Samuels distillery. And I did a video for Deetsville. that. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I, I, I'd never been there before. Okay. Uh, Those thought, are some of the most beautiful Rick houses anywhere. Oh, yeah. Most, Very unique. Most definitely. Um, kind of tiered. Yeah. Right. Um, and then we arrived there in a private car and, you know, we're kind of dressed up and nobody else is still people waiting on their Uber rides and for their tour buses to show up, and pick them up. And they're like, isn't the distillery closing? And they're like, yeah, we're here for a private event. So we got a. Uh, Cocktail shoved in our hand and uh, walked on up to the the kitchen table. It was super nice. Uh, intimate dinner with both uh, Fred and Freddie and their wives. Uh, that To me, that was quite the experience. Um, and I got to say thank you to Manuela uh, for putting on that event and giving us an invite to these events. Uh, she was there on hand. Um making sure it was going off without a hitch. Uh, they had a four-course meal for us, kind of different than you got, right? This this supper club that they're putting so on. So you were eating an actual composed meal. Oh, yeah. Different and we were the sampling menu. the menu. So different mm-hmm. different events altogether, yeah. Uh, before we go into that menu, though, we're going to drink three whiskeys that'll be from the next three suppers that they're going to release. Now, these aren't the whiskeys that they're going to release. But they're the expressions. The expressions. Uh, so we're going to drink. The first one we're going to drink is going to be Little Book Chapter 5. Now, they're going to be coming out with Chapter 6. And I'm going to let you know about that. But the uh, first uh, dinner that I went to was actually Hardin's Creek uh, is what we had. We had both of them there uh, for dinner, which was super nice. 
So tonight we're having Little Book 5, and Little Book 5, like all the little books, are a blend of whiskey. So uh, it's uh, it's a blended straight whiskey. So mm-hmm. it's not a bourbon, it's not a rye. It's a blend of those things. And most of them are bourbons, but, you know, he likes to put a little bit of rye in that stuff. Yeah, and he likes it hot. Yeah. This, this joker is hot. Now, there's a number of whiskeys in here. I think there's a total of two, three, wait, a two-year-old, a three-year-old, a five-year-old, and a 15-year-old whiskey. So, so four different whiskeys, the oldest of which is 15. It's a bourbon. And there's a two-year-old bourbon in there as well. And a three-year-old rye malt whiskey. And then a five-year-old Kentucky straight. Now, I don't know what the portions of that are. But uh, it's definitely something that Freddie has concocted. Yeah, one hundred and sixteen point eight proof. That's 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 got some spice to it, right? It does. Um, so the menu we had, Jim, while we're sipping on this uh, little book, they started us out with this braised pork cheek uh, with some black truffle and grits. So what's the difference between a cheek and a jowl? I'm not. I'm not positive. I guess it's just the cheek, right? The jowl is more of the jaw, right? Yeah, down here, I guess. Down okay. in the jaw area. Right. But the cheek would be up higher. Um, but just I've a had little... grouper cheeks before. Yeah, it'd, it'd probably be the same thing, I guess. <laughs> beef cheeks. I've eaten beef cheeks Oh, you've before. had beef cheeks. Okay. Yeah. I've had group, grouper cheeks, too, before. Uh, but it, this was just, it went along with both of those whiskeys. You know, because the colonel was that two-year-old. Kind of that corn sweetness we talked about. Right. And then you had the the Jacob's Well, which was an older whiskey, 15, 16 years old. A um, little bit more richness to it. So the braised pork cheeks uh, with the black truffle and grits. I know you love some grits. Yeah. These were cooked to perfection, Jim. Black truffle grits. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm hungry. Uh, and then we moved on to the main course. Uh Country ham wrapped uh, trout. You know, to me, that was kind of signature country. It took me back as a young kid in uh, catching a trout with a cane pole. Mm -hmm. Right. And then wrapping it into some country ham, just took it that step further, making it country. Had some young lettuce and then had black eyed peas with it. Wow. Um, Just this amazing little dish. That they put together. Now the night even got better for me because uh, Freddie saw me that I was there and come up, pull the chair up right with me, and me and him ate the rest of the meal together and and chatted amongst ourselves. Which I kind of felt bad uh, for the uh, other guests that had paid for that dinner um, that I was spending so much time with Freddie, but he wanted he wanted to talk some business, uh, and I think he he let loose a little bit talking to me just because of the way we were talking. Yeah. And he's there to, um, to mix and mingle and that's what he was doing. Right. Yeah. Just, you know, he probably should have spent that time with the other people, I guess, but it was nice for me. It was a nice experience. Just to talk about, we talked about social media. We talked about football. We talked about our wives, talked about how he met his wife. And, uh, my wife talked to him about her profession. Uh, Freddie's wife is a nurse and Viv's a nurse. So, you know, they kind of have that in common. And uh, we just talked about that stuff growing up there at the distillery and um, about bourbon experiences. We talked about people, uh, his drinking palate 
and how people like to think they can out drink him. And he said, I bet you have the same problem, don't you? <laughs> and I said, I do. Uh, but we moved on to the hickory smoked hanger steak. Uh, they had some bone marrow potato, uh, like this little soup with it, and a, a blue gouda with some chantelles. Uh, it was pretty to die for. Man. It was like this gravy well, with mean, big old mushrooms. And that, the chef there and his team, they're at the top of their game. Right. They're not they're no joke. Oh yeah. So the same the same group that manages that place also manages uh the Pontchartrain Hotel. Big old Pontchartrain Hotel in New Orleans, Louisiana. Jack Roses down yeah. there. I mean, they know what they're doing. They they can cook some fine fare. Well, I'm telling you, they they laid it out like and you they kind of worked the room you know even though freddie sat down with me and he was eating that uh his dad was still working the room the chef was still working the room talking to people about their dinners and stuff uh then they brought out this dessert um which was a bourbon chocolate mousse a bacon and pecan cracker jacks now you know this old fat guy loves some cracker jacks because they're yeah. always talking about it right bacon and pecan for cracker jacks so that's that's that's, that's like a Texan's dream that's, right that's there. <laughs> yeah. And then the, there was some tart cherry with that, too. I was just blown away by this dinner they put on. Cocktails were flowing, too, right? Yeah. Well, not in the middle of dinner. You sipped on your whiskeys, but they had some soda water. They had some uh, water with it with a dropper in it. Okay. And then they had some ice water. So you could kind of experience the whiskey you wanted to experience it. So you had a cocktail before dinner. Before dinner. Okay. Um, and then they came around and keep filling your glass up. Viv was feeling quite good. I'm, I don't think I've ever seen Vivian drink that much bourbon in her life. Yeah. Uh, she, The lady just kept coming. She's like, my glass would never go empty. And I was like, because they're keep coming pouring it for you. And they were pouring both, of, both expressions. Uh, so... The people that paid $250 for this uh, experience, they were definitely getting their money's worth. Uh, after that dinner was over with, they walked you outside, uh, in kind of a garden area, right? Right outside there. Sure. Very nice. Like, um, a, like a, yeah, like a, is it a, kind of a big elongated patio with. Yeah. Long walkway back down by the beam house and back yeah. down to the American steel house. Well, they had that lined up with these. Uh, waiters that had chocolate old fashions. I grabbed one of those, uh, drank that, and they had four little desserts on on these plates that you could choose from. And I, I'll tell you, Jim, I shouldn't have, but I sampled one of each. And you know you'd have to to decide which one you're going to eat next, right? So how did Viv do with all this? Because she's doing keto like me. Well, <laughs> cheat day, right? Cheat, cheat day, <laughs> cheat day. Um, so all the guests got to go down into the American Steel House and had the opportunity to go ahead and purchase a bottle of the uh, Jacob's Well and uh, the Colonel for the price there, which is $150 for one, and I think it was $80 for the, for the uh, Colonel. Which was a pretty nice experience because those bottles are hard to find right now. Sure. Um, so get to you get to buy a bottle, you get to experience the dinner, 
the camaraderie with F- Freddie, Fred, and their wives, uh, and the chefs that are on hand, bring them all the way up from New Orleans. I was just amazed at the whole experience. I got to tell you, if you have an opportunity, you have the funds to spend $250 a ticket, I would tell you, make sure you get out there and experience this. Um, you will not regret it. So you said their next one they have is coming up. It is. It's September 17th, which is when the Kentucky Bourbon Festival will be so going in, on. So if you're coming into town for the Kentucky Bourbon Festival, is that an evening event? So it, it, they are evening events, aren't they? Yes. Um, so, you know, if you want to go to that event, you want to go ahead and buy your tickets now. And you can go to the... Uh, James B. Beam Distilling Company's website. Go to their events. Um, on their events, that's where you can choose the Claremont uh, Supper Club. So that will be the the night featuring the little book, Chapter Six. The first, very first one is going to be that that one featuring um, the little book, Chapter Six. Like you said, the menu is not out though. Um, so what you get is, like I said, a night with Fred and Freddie and the kitchen table executive chef, Brian Landry. You get to enjoy the storing tale and a private dinner featuring a four-course meal, handcrafted cocktails, and bourbon pairings. You get to taste the latest batch of Little Book Chapter 6, and I guarantee you there will be plenty of it on a hand for you to taste. And I'm sure a bottle will be available for purchase. And that's the last part of it. You got that opportunity to purchase, and you know them things are hard to find. Yeah, they are. Um, well, I mean, if 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 you enjoy your bourbon and your spouse is not that into it, but they have to tag along to a lot of things with you, this would be one thing that I think that they would really enjoy. So you can take them to this. They can enjoy a really great evening being pampered, treated to some very fine food. Uh, what a great deal. Yeah. So I messed up on the price a little bit on this one. This dinner right here, I think it's by the whiskey they're pouring. This is going to be a $265 ticket per person. Um, I, I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's a great experience. Um, they do have a full bar there. They have Coke and sodas. They got some wine there and stuff. Uh, I don't think you're going to want to miss out on this. All right, Mike. Well, what's next to be poured here? Because I'm out of whiskey. Well, we're going to go ahead and pour the next whiskey we have, which is going to be a Knob Creek single barrel reserve. This is age nine years. Um, I don't even remember where I picked this one up, Jim. Um, well, the nine-year Knob Creek is very, very respectable. And and I'm going to say that's somewhere around $32, $34. Is, am I right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. For 120 proofer, you can't beat that price. Yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. Well, we'll, we'll fill our glasses, come back on a second half, and we'll talk about the two other experiences you can get uh, by the end of the year. Yeah. This Knob Creek and uh, some bookers in the second half. How about yeah. that? Man, Jim, you know what I've really been enjoying lately? Oh, you're going to tell me. Some of that seldom seen farms maple syrup that's been aged in bourbon barrels. It is absolutely delicious, not only in a cocktail, but you can cook with it, right? You can. You absolutely can. Now, Mike. Kevin just sent me a new shipment. 
So I got a little bit more. And I've been making some beef jerky lately. Really? Yeah. Now, I know you're the meat master. <laughs> but but I, I tried my hand at it. I said, you know, I'm going to make some beef jerky. And I've got a pretty decent beef jerky recipe. And it's got a little bit of soy sauce, a little bit of Worcestershire, a little bit of, you know, onion powder, garlic powder, those kind of things. But I always put brown sugar in it. Well, this time, Kevin sent me a bottle of his granulated maple sugar. Wow. And I decided that I was going to substitute the maple sugar for the brown sugar. Oh, game changer. Let me tell you. Total game changer. Total game changer. Some of the best beef jerky you've ever had. So I'm going to make another batch here in in about a week, and I'll be sure to get you some. Man, that that sounds delicious. Vivian took, and we just got an air fryer like most people got these days, right? And uh, she took and soaked fresh pineapple in that maple syrup and then put it in the air fryer and it kind of crisped up a little bit. Oh, sounds uh, good. It was just magically delicious. Um, and people probably wonder why we love it so much. Kevin competed in the maple festival uh, last year, 2021, and he was named grand champion. Um, that's saying something. So seldom seen farms grand champion. Of the 2021 Maple Syrup Festival. Yeah. Wow. That's that's saying something. Yeah. You're going up against some heavy hitters in maple syrup. And I know we're we're talking about just the syrup, but, um, you know, that's something to be proud of. Uh, Hats off to you, Kevin, for winning that. Kevin's also uh, competing in a couple other competitions. Make sure you check out his website. Check out his social media on Instagram and Facebook. You won't be uh, disappointed. If you want to buy something, from him where can they go jim you can go to seldomseenmaple.com and kevin and his crew they've got a great website very easy to navigate they've got all their products on there you can buy their maple syrup by the bottle you can buy it by the case uh you can buy that sugar oh my goodness mike that stuff is so good uh, and they've got some other gift sets there too so you definitely want to check it out well he's also going to be in some distilleries pretty shortly here um, some distilleries from that I love and I know you love. He's going to be down Leaper's Fork. Um, you can find a syrup down there, aged in their barrels. Treaty Oak down in Dripping Spring, Texas. Um, I was just out there. His syrup's going to be there. Awesome. Um, and at Garrison Brothers in Texas, if you think uh, you love some maple syrup, make sure you go into Garrison Brothers and pick up a bottle from them. Also, uh, Kevin appreciated. Uh, I know he he loves people. You're supporting a local farmer, a local product, a small family. This is no factory place that's putting out maple syrup, right, Jim? This is a good man doing good work. Yeah, got to love it. Well, make sure you check out his site. Like Jim said, seldomseenmaple.com. Pick up a bottle today. All right, listeners, so we are back. As promised, we got a little bit of Knob Creek nine year in the glass right now. And uh, Mike, you're not sure where you picked this up, but this may have been, you might've got this at the American Outpost. You know, I'm not positive, Jim. It, it probably was at the American Outpost. Because um, it didn't, it's not a pick or anything, but it's still 120 proof, you know? Yeah. So nine year old is like the kind of the sweet spot nine to 12 is the sweet spot yeah. for knob Creek. We found that out, right? Yeah. At least for me, the 15 pushes the limits a little, it bit. was, it's a little bit tannic. Uh-huh. Yeah. But nine is really kind of the, 
nine to 12 is the honey hole basically. And, and I like nine. And you know, I got all those side by side on my shelf. I got the nine, the 12 and the 15. Yeah. And, uh, a lot of people hit that 12 year old. A lot of people love it. Yeah. Uh, But 12 is really good. This is where my jam is right here for Knob Creek. Yeah. Um, Because price point is, is perfect. Yeah. You can't beat this stuff. I mean, you really can't. Well, Jim, I'll tell you what happened to me at the end of the night there at the American Outpost. We're down so, there drinking. So you 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 came out after dinner. Yeah, you got your chocolate, old fashioned. Yeah, and I thought, remember those uh, those martinis in Mexico with their chocolate ones? Yeah, chocolatinis. Yeah, I thought it was going to be something like that. Um, but it was an old fashioned, it, and it supposedly had chocolate in it. I couldn't taste it. It's just all bourbon. Oh, uh, no, it wasn't all bourbon. It, Vivian liked it. She drank the whole thing. I mean, an old fashioned is 95% bourbon anyway, right? Yeah. Because I mean, really, you got a little bit of sugar and some bitters, which isn't much. Te- half a teaspoon. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of it's bourbon. I, dr- I drank mine. Yeah. And I had a little bit of ice and just a little bit at the bottom. So I set it down in the American Outpost. Yeah. And then I set it down and went to the bathroom and I came back and there was one there on the shelf and I I didn't look at how much I just picked it back up. Yeah. And I started drinking and Viv was like, you get another full cocktail, Mike? And I was like, no, I, I didn't. And she's like, well, your glass is full. You drank that other one. Oh, man. I guess I was drinking somebody else's cocktail. Drinking somebody else's. <laughs> Somebody else was missing out, I guess. And they were know. like, where's my drink? <laughs> well, they probably saw you do it. And they're like, he's too big. I'm not going to bother. I'm not going to bother. <laughs> no, we had a great time. Uh, took some photos of each other. They had a little photo booth there. If you go to uh, American Outpost, there's a photo booth in there. It's free. It'll send the photo to your phone. So make sure you go in there and take some some goofy photos or something. Um, Freddie and Fred and their wives had moved down to the American Outpost and were helping sign bottles and stuff. And uh we actually have a roadie that really wants a bottle of the Hardens Creek Jacob's Well. Um, and uh, so I texted him and said, you know, do you want me to get you a bottle? He's like, you're kidding me. He's like, only if I can get it at retail. And I sent him a photo of me and uh, Fred No together and said, well, I might know a guy. Um, so I ended up getting him a bottle. Oh, good deal. It's always nice to help out a fellow roadie because we've had it. We've had it on a number of occasions. So you were able to treat him to it. And yeah, I, I, I feel like, you know, that's the way to be. Um, I see these photos of people buying five, six, seven bottles when they see them. And it, it kind of turns my stomach a little bit. Yeah. Um, you know, is it greed or is it, is it that one? Maybe that's your favorite whiskey, I guess. I don't know. You know, I look up at your shelf, and I don't see a lot of doubles up there. I don't have too many doubles. Um, I, I see uh, just, you know, there's all empty, or not all empty, all bottles up there that are almost all open and stuff. And uh, um, and I know when people come over here, that that's one of your prizes, bring them down here and say, pick, pick anything on the shelf and have at it. That's the fun part. I mean, that's it what's is. fun. It is. And watch your eyes just go darting around. They're trying to figure out, well, you know, what, what should I choose? What should I say? I don't want to choose the big ones, but I don't care if they do. I don't care if they grab a, 
a handy or a George T. Stagg or a big Gwillet purple top. Doesn't bother me in the least. They should do it. Yeah, that's the stuff that you want them to go to. But you also want them to check out those other expressions that we've got to experience and say, hey, you know, this might blow your mind uh, right here. So, well, this Knob Creek is just amazing. I mean, this is definitely that fall winter sipper Mm -hmm. right here, right? Um, Definitely. So Knob Creek always accentuates the oak just a little bit. And for me, this is like a cherry coffee and oak combo. You know, I just love that. Not not like overpowering coffee, but just that hint of coffee with cherry. I love it. Well, so on October 28th, they're going to have another supper club. Yep. Um, you get all those same experiences. You get the four course dinner. You get to hang out with Fred and Freddie and his wife, their wives. Um, but they got a new expression, Jim. Uh oh, of Knob Creek. Uh oh, something we don't have. Well, nobody has it yet, Jim. So what they're going to be releasing is a Knob Creek eighteen-year-old. Oh my goodness. Now, this is a little bit different, you know, and I don't know if it's because it's so limited that they proofed it down to 100 proof. Okay. Um, But it's got that mash bill of 75% corn, 13% rye, and 12% malted barley. But an 18-year-old whiskey coming out of Jim Beam. I can hear our listeners now. Where do we buy these tickets, Mike? Tell them where they can buy their tickets right now. So you want to go to the Jim Beam website. You're going to want to go to events. Uh, and all those events, you can look down through their uh, supper club, the Claremont Supper Club. And this one's going to be on October 28th uh, at 6 p.m. The tickets are $265 in line. It's, it's really $250 plus taxes is what it is. What it rolls and then just and, and you're going to get to drink that over the night, but you're still going to have to pay for your bottle at the end of the night. You do, but you get that opportunity to buy right. a bottle. Now, let's make something clear here. So, one of the things that has changed uh, with Jim Beam slash James B. Beam is over the course of the pandemic, they have made a clear distinction between the distillery and the expression, right? Mm-hmm. So, Jim Beam is an expression it's a whiskey it is it's a jim beam bourbon it's named after a man that's right the distilling company is not jim beam it's james b beam james b beam so anytime we're talking about the greater company and the distillery it's james b beam distilling jim beam is simply an expression of jim beam now this the second and the third uh suppers they're going to grow bigger. The one I went to was probably only less than 60 people there. The second one's going to be 90 people. The third one will be about 120 people. And I think the fourth one's somewhere around 160. Um, and that's about how many people can be seated, seated in, the in the kitchen table restaurant. Yep. Um, we were just at the very, there's big, four big tables at the very back of the restaurant. Yeah. That's where we were seated at. I don't so know. you were seated right around the round table with a Bame family table, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but if you, uh, filled up the whole restaurant, I think that's what the whole restaurant will hold. Um, it, it was kind of cool because I didn't know that Jim Beam has a, 
a three-piece bluegrass band also that played music in the uh, throughout dinner, before dinner, and after dinner. They were playing some bluegrass music, and uh, they had played this song uh, down by the river uh, that I hadn't heard in probably 30 years. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just think it's awesome that you can go and are able to um, buy a, a dinner, but you have that opportunity also to buy a bottle after you've had a, a good experience with it because you get to sit down and drink it for dinner. Um, and you can drink it a couple of different ways, eat it with a couple of different types of dishes that they paired it with. Yeah. And that'll let you know whether to buy that bottle or not. Yeah, and you can make that decision. You can decide, hey, you know, I've enjoyed that whiskey already. I don't need to have a bottle of it, which is okay. Mm -hmm. Or you can pick up a bottle for a gift for somebody. Or you can buy, you loved it so much, you got to get one to take back and put it on your own bar. Well, if it's anything like this right here, uh, this this is amazing right here. Yeah. It's yes. got the sugar, the spice, and everything nice. I love some Knob Creek. I think I have four bottles over there of Knob Creek that I visit once in a while. And they're various ages. I actually one of them's a rye, but I visit them and I always enjoy them. Well, so we had the bookers here, but I'm not positive, Jim, that the third dinner, which will be on uh, November 17th called Friendsgiving, will have bookers on it. All it says on their website, it'll be a Jim Beam uh, bourbon tasting. I'm not sure what will be in that tasting. Um, so we don't want to confuse people. We do have bookers to sip on here today, but. I would assume there would be something nice. Maybe they just don't know that far out yet. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you look at the first one, you're going to have a little book, Chapter 6. The second dinner, you're going to have a Knob Creek 18. These are these are both special releases. Yeah. I would expect something special on the Friendsgiving. Yeah, maybe. Uh, you know, it's still at the same price, $265. Um, I would expect uh, Chef Landry to pull out some kind of turkey, right? Probably so. Not wild turkey, not from the Russell family. <laughs> or some ham, right? Ham, ham's, ham a, ham's appropriate for Thanksgiving. Ham is. Ham is. Um, you know, you never can tell what, what they're going to bring out uh, at that dinner. Uh, I actually sat and talked to uh, Chef Landry and told him the story of Booker and uh, the how he used to dip his hams in the spent mash, cook them. He said he never heard that story before. So maybe he incorporates that into the story with some bookers. He'll probably verify it first, which we know is true because yeah. we had that on the show. Arlene Holmes is, uh, was the distillery supervisor at the time. She worked with uh, Booker directly, and she's the one that told me that story. And then a couple people have said, yeah, that's, that's true. That really yeah. did happen. Yeah. Uh, so that would be pretty neat if he – if I told Seth Flattery that, and that's what they have at that dinner, uh, that would be pretty amazing. That would be pretty amazing. And you never can tell whether you're going to see one of us at that one of those events, right, Jim? I might just try to make that one. That might be because <laughs> I don't know what's coming. Uh, I might be kind of interested to see. Well, Mike, we've had some really good uh, bourbons tonight. Well, I should say we've had some really good whiskeys because mm -hmm. the Little Book Chapter Five is a is a blended bourbon. Um, finishing it up with bookers is a great way to go. Kind of top off our night here. It's been a great episode talking about what 
James B. Beam Distilling has going on, their uh, Claremont Supper Club series that you were able to attend. Uh, I, I definitely think our listeners need to check it out. Go to jamesbbeamdistilling.com. Uh, check out everything they have to offer. Make sure you visit the distillery there in Claremont. Uh, it's worth a good four-hour trip. Yeah, if, and if you can't make one of the ones this year, I asked Freddie, uh, are you guys going to do this next year? And he said they hope to do a lot more next year. Uh, so this is going to be a continuing thing. He said you can guarantee it. we're going to uh, see more things coming out of the distillery there. Heck, Maybe they'll have the American picnic there on site or something. There you uh, go. Some and if you event. can't, if you can't coordinate your visit to bourbon country, uh, with one of these evenings, uh, at the kitchen table, you know, the kitchen table does serve daily. So you definitely want to pop in there, uh, take a tour of the distillery, browse through the American outpost gift shop, sit down for a little bit of a meal there at uh, the kitchen table, enjoy yourselves, enjoy a cocktail. Uh, have a great time. It's a great place to visit. Uh, right in the heart of Bourbon Country, right off I-65, about 20, 30 miles south of Louisville. Yeah, you want to make sure you make reservations, though. Uh, yeah, like you don't said, show up. Don't just show up. Don't get mad at the at the front desk because you uh, didn't make a reservation. I, I saw somebody in there. I went to pick up a gift basket down there for one of our listeners, and uh I saw somebody get real ugly in there at the receptionist, and I, I felt so bad for the receptionist. Uh, he kept his calm, kept his nerve. Uh, he apologized to the lady and and said, "Please come back and make your reservation uh, next time." And explained everything to her. I don't think she quite understood, but um, you need to understand that uh, things have changed. The bourbon, the bourbon trail is booming. Yeah, it's booming, and you can't just show up at the distillery anymore. Nor can you show up at a winery in Napa Valley anymore. So it works both ways, right? Sure. You can't just go to Napa Valley, fly in, drive up there, go to a distillery, a winery, and expect to get in on a tour. It's not going to happen. You need to make reservations. Oh, certainly not. Well, Jim, me and you are going to be at the Kentucky Bourbon Festival this week. Uh, listeners, I'm telling you, you'll be able to spot me a mile off uh, walking around there. Um, if you see us. Please come up to us, shake your hands. Uh, you never can tell what we're going to have in a backpack with us uh, at these events. Uh, you never can tell what we got to say. Um, you never can tell who's going to be standing talking with us either. Yeah, and we want to meet you. We want to hear your story. We want to shake your hand. And if you're a roadie, well, if you're not a roadie, we're going to make you a roadie. Yeah. But uh, if you're a roadie, we definitely want to meet you and talk to you about uh, what your bourbon journey and what what's 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 important to you and why you're decided to uh, make this venture into the into bourbon country this year. We'd love to see you there. We'd love to see you at Bourbon on the Banks. We'd love to see you at all the events that we've got going on. Yes, sir, got a big event coming up next year, maybe sorta, kind of. <laughs> we're, we're, we're hoping. We're hoping. We're hoping. But uh, we'll let you know more about that later. Mike, where can people find us on the internet? Well, you can find us on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Main place you can find us, though, is on Facebook. We have a private Facebook group called the Bourbon Roadies. You got to be 21. You got to love bourbon. You got to agree to play nice because we don't tolerate any rudeness in that group. Whether you drink from the very bottom of the shelf all the way to the top of that shelf, we want you to have a great experience in there. So if you're drinking 
some cabin steel. That's what you like to drink. Maybe some old crow from a plastic bottle. We want you to drink that in there. We want you to tell us your experience and nobody is going to give you a hard time for that. In fact, we might just have a show with a plastic bottle of Crow. You never can tell. You never can (laughs) tell. (laughs) All right. Well, we do two shows every single week. Every Monday, we'll do a craft distillery episode where we'll pick out a single expression from a craft distillery that's doing it right. Mike and I will sample it. We'll talk about it. We'll taste it. Uh, We'll let you know whether you should add it to your bar. Every Wednesday, we do a full-length episode like today's, talking about the Claremont Supper Club and James B. Beam Distilling. We love to talk. Mike and I get caught up in something we love, and we just jibber-jabber all day long. We hope you stuck with us till the end. But we do two shows every week. We'd love to have you listen to both. Mike, what do they need to do to make sure they don't miss one? Well, you need to scroll on up top of that app, hit that check sign, that plus sign, subscribe sign. That app's going to let you know, hey, these two jokers have a show out today, and you need to listen. The next thing we want you to do is scroll on down, hit that five-star review. Leave us some comments, because if you don't, you know what's going to happen. A big bad booty daddy of bourbon's going to come over to your house, bring in some little book bookers and Knob Creek with him. Heck, I might even drag some of that hard creek with him. Drink it all night long. If you're drinking all four of those, they're all high proofed. You're going to be a happy person. Uh, you'll definitely leave us that five star review, some comments. But seriously, those reviews, those comments get us into great distilleries like James B. Beam Distilling Company gets great whiskey in our hands like this little book, this Nod Creek and this Booker's. Uh, We really appreciate it. Now, if you're sipping on a whiskey at home and you think that it's something that we really need to know about, make sure you pop on our website, go to the Contact Us page, let Mike and I know about it. That's your hometown distillery or a bottle you just got and it's really got your interest for the moment. We'd love to know more about it. You can always reach out to Mike and I on our website. You can also reach out to us on email. I'm Jim at TheBourbonRoad.com. He's Mike at TheBourbonRoad.com. Like we always say, probably the best way. Hop on Instagram. Hit up our DMs. I'm Jay Shannon 63 I'm Big Bourbon Chief. We'll see you down the Bourbon Road. Mm-hmm.